Oh, is this working? Oh, thank God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was about to throw my phone off. We were having some technical difficulties, everybody. Yes, we were. My patience, as we all know by now, is very thin. So (laughs) I was really starting to lose my mind there. Not to mention that I forgot we were recording all together. And I was literally... I just finished my lunch and was like looking up recipes for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You can't like finish one meal without planning the next. My last meal was really good. My roommate made some bolognese and it was delicious. And I was like, wow, I can't wait to eat dinner now. And (laughs) there's no more bolognese for dinner. So I had to I'm gonna eat for dinner now. No. Um, anyways, but welcome back to Slayer Sisters, everybody. Yes, welcome back. I am Rachel. And I am Jessica. We are excited to talk about um, the cabin at the end of the world and knock at the cabin. Yep, there you go. This is uh, definitely gonna be, I think, some interesting talks over this book to movie adaptation for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I actually feel like I don't have a whole lot to say, if I'm totally <laughs> honest. <laughs> well, maybe it won't be, you know? Like, it might not be interesting uh, at all. We'll just see what happens. Why don't you take the lead on this one? And okay. then, so I'll just play off of you. You go first. Okay. So, I will start by reading the, um, what the Cabin at the End of the World book by yeah. Paul Tremblay is about. Um, seven-year-old Wen and her parents, Eric and Andrew, are vacationing at a remote cabin on a quiet New Hampshire lake. Their closest neighbors are more than two miles in either direction along a rutted dirt road. Mm. Echo! It's <laughs> not even that. I'm like, the boys are sleeping right now. If he wakes them up, I'm going to be really upset. He won't. He's a good boy. He won't do that. We'll see. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> one afternoon, as Wen catches grasshoppers in the front yard, a stranger unexpectedly appears in the driveway. Leonard is the largest man Wen has ever seen, but he is young, friendly, and he wins her over almost instantly. Leonard and Wen talk and play until Leonard abruptly apologizes and tells Wen, none of what's going to happen is your fault. Three more strangers then arrive at the cabin carrying unidentifiable menacing objects. As Wen sprints inside to warn her parents, Leonard calls out, your dads won't want to let us in, Wen, but they have to. We need your help to save the world. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Yep, pretty much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I think we can both pretty much say that we thought this book sucked. (laughs) Oh my god, it was so long. (laughs) And it's such a small book, and it felt like it went forever. Forever, forever, never, never. I just was like, uh, I mean, and like so many things were repeated, I felt like. Yes, it was very repetitive. But yeah, I have to read you this review that I found on Goodreads because it pretty much sums it up perfectly. And so this guy named Michael Hicks, he wrote, The Cabin at the End of the World has a fantastic premise at its core. And if this story had been a novella or a 90-minute movie, I likely would have enjoyed it a whole lot more. <laughs> and I'm like, did M. Night Shyamalan read this review and was like, oh, I got you. One hundred percent. Yes. I was like, oh, I can make this happen for you. Like, yeah. let's go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So funny. I know. I definitely like the 
I listened to part of it on audiobook and that narrator was just not good in general. Um, yeah. It was very like clinical sounding, if that makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. And I feel like it would have done well with having like multiple narrators, like for different people's point of views. I feel like that would have helped it a lot, you know, yeah. um, instead of it being a woman when like 90% of the book was told out of men's point of views. <laughs> so right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Um, so I just feel like that was a huge miss. And then I feel like it would have felt way better, like, more engaging if the narration had been better as far as, like, audio sure. goes. And then, because there were parts that, while reading it, because I did also read it, um, that were very tense and did right. feel, like, totally creepy and scary yeah. and all of those things. And so, like, the part with Redmond, the first time they, like, beat him to death, like, that part was so violent and gross you know yeah and made me feel awful like you know what I mean like yeah that part was well written you know and made you feel the way you were supposed to feel while reading a horror novel right um but then it the book really like fizzles out to me once when dies it's like up until when dying I like was cool like not cool with the book but you know what I mean like there was like potential there like I was interested in where it was going and then like once when dies and that doesn't count for anything and then everything that happens after that I was like okay like what was the point of this book yeah and so I read at the end the author did it was actually pretty cool he did these like author notes where he like went through the book and talked about like certain inspiration and just like stuff like that and it was cool and but one thing that in it that made me mad is that he said, he was like, I didn't want people to be sympathetic towards the four people. Right. Oh, okay. And I was like, how could you not yeah. be sympathetic yeah. towards them? Like he wrote that whole chapter out of Sabrina's point of view. Right. Where it was like, these people clear- literally didn't have a choice. No, they had no choice in what they were doing. And so, yeah. but he was like, it sounded like he was trying to make this a book where like, you didn't know who was like if the apocalypse was or wasn't happening right but it just felt so clear that it was Was happening happening. yeah and so I felt like he didn't do a good job making you doubt it you know it's like he wanted everyone to be like Andrew and I feel like when you're reading it you're like Eric you know totally or like just more because they're obvious I feel like they were more of the extremes of how people would react yes. in those situations. And I feel like more people would, you know, be somewhere in the middle. Yes. There was a lot of times where I was like, why aren't Andrew and Eric asking more questions? Like I yes. have so many more questions for these people yes. than, and they're not asking any of them. And it's really frustrating to me. Like I was just like, well, I did feel like Eric would have, if he hadn't have had such a severe concussion. That's true. That's true. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, which is probably why they had to give him a brain injury. <laughs> yeah, and like in the author's notes, he wrote about like one of his biggest pet peeves in like books and movies is like people getting like knocked out and it fades to black and then it pops back up and they're like totally fine. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's and fair. he was like, "That's like if you're getting knocked out like that, like you have like a concussion a lot of times, like a bad one, and like yeah. you're not okay right away." Yeah, you know? yeah. And so he wrote that in as kind of like something that fixing something that he hates in other people's stuff which i did think was interesting as well hey sorry <laughs> uh 
Yeah, I completely agree. Carrie, let's not play with the plastic toy while your friend is recording. You can play with <laughs> anything else, buddy. Anything else. Um, anyways. But yeah, no, I agree uh, with all those points. And that also, um, I was totally sympathetic to the four of them. So, yeah, he did not succeed. (laughs) (laughs) I know, he really did it. And I was, like, so baffled when I was reading that. Because I was like, wait, really? (laughs) I mean, I guess, like, the only one maybe I was the least sympathetic toward was Redmond. But only because we get to learn right the that he beat um andrew up in the bar right which i thought was like a cool that he ended up being someone that actually knew them but then i was like is that like uh, i thought maybe that would come more into play i don't know i thought more of like a some sort of more like god type being was going to come into play more than it did yeah mostly because after eric or i thought that like because you know eric sees a vision of something right mm-hmm. and then um when red when it was at redmond knew andrew i was like oh are all of these people actually going to be people from their past and they i like, thought that was going to happen too which i thought would have been really interesting if they had all yeah. like been people that had played like really minor roles in eric mm-hmm. and when and oh my god perry <laughs> Sorry, guys. We are having a day with our recording. Uh, I'm this sweet, sweet pup is just wanting to play with all of his loud toys. Um, and anyways, yeah, I thought that would have been really cool if they had like the four horsemen had been like a part of like the family's lives. Yeah. Um, but then when it was like just red, so there was just like so many things that I kept thinking were like were like easter eggs and like leading mm-hmm. to something else and then they weren't and then yeah and then I don't know I just was like I didn't care and then I was just mad at the end too when I was like okay so these two guys are just gonna walk the earth together now cool like yeah. I don't know because well, that's like the whole thing is that you're not sure like you're, you're not supposed to be sure whether the apocalypse actually was happening or not right which right. was dumb yeah, no, I just don't. So, all right, what was your least favorite part of your least favorite book? <laughs> uh, when dying. Yeah, yeah. same. Because <laughs> it really don't... was so stupid. It was so stupid. So I didn't even, it's not like I cried or anything. I just was like right. annoyed. Like I was like, yeah. this is so dumb. Uh, yeah. And honestly, I don't really have a favorite part. So yeah. if I'm, I, like I really don't. Yeah. So. so in the author's notes, he talks about how he likes to put these like kind of like little puzzles in his book that he doesn't really think anyone's even going to notice, but it makes the like writing experience like more fun for him. And apparently he had this whole thing about like why the color yellow like represents death. Um, but in the book, every time someone like touches something yellow or like does something with the color yellow, they're like the next one who dies. Oh. And so whenever there was like a yellow lamp apparently and anytime someone turned on the yellow lamp like they died next or like turned off the yellow lamp they died next or like did something with yellow and so that was cool that is cool that is cool but i like never would have like known that if he hadn't have like mentioned it right Totally. (laughs) but i was like oh that is like a cool thing for you to do while writing a book yes keep yourself kind of like 
entertained basically you know yeah um and so that was my favorite part yeah something you wouldn't know unless you read the author's notes author's notes yeah sounds like the author's notes would have made everything about this book more interesting but it did (laughs) like literally i was like the author's notes were by far the best part of the book i actually very much enjoyed them because you like really kind of like let you into his like brain and his like process and everything yeah that's cool it was cool all right Great. Well, what's your... Wait, do we rate them now or do we go to the movie? I don't remember. <laughs> we rate the book now. Uh, you rate first. <laughs> I'm like between a two and a two and a half star. Okay. It's not like the worst thing I've ever read. Right. By right. Any means. Um, yeah. Like, I would rather read this than Can You Keep a Secret? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, uh... But, like, I didn't enjoy it at the same time. You know? <laughs> so... Somewhere uh, in that between two and two and a half. Well, I don't remember what I what did I give Can You Keep a Secret? Like half a star. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I don't remember what I gave Can You Keep a Secret. I feel like I probably gave that two stars. So. <laughs> really? Probably. Oh God, no. <laughs> uh, I feel like because if I didn't give Can You Keep a Secret half a star, I'm giving it that now, and yeah. I would give this like a star and a half. Okay. I was like not impressed with this book, but yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Anyways, let's move on to Knock at the Cabin. Yes, Knock at the Cabin in the woods. So, (laughs) I, um, after I watched this movie, I literally was like, M. Night Shyamalan read this book and was like, WTF, I could make this so much better. (laughs) And that's what he did. Like, I am convinced that that's what he did. When he got to the part when Wen dies, he was like, no, this is stupid. And, like, everything after that, he was like, no, I would have done this so differently. And just, like – and, like, I can't get over how, like, that is exactly what he did. Like, he – it's almost a perfect adaptation, like, as far as, like, following the book. Yeah. Up until the scene of Wen is supposed to die. Yep. And I, Jessica, was, like – I'm in the theater and I'm just like waiting for it to happen. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to happen. Yep. And then it doesn't happen. Yep. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? And then like things start happening that don't happen in the book. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then when he sends her to the treehouse, like oh. I knew she wasn't going to die. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like this is oh, so much you better. Were like you thought she could still die even up to the treehouse? I yeah. like fully accepted before that. That she wasn't dying. No, I, like, up until the treehouse is when I was, like, okay, like, they took this death out. Like, they are keeping her alive. And I am so happy. Yeah. No, I think I probably, somewhere around them trapping him in the bathroom was when I was, like, oh, I don't think she's going to die. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But anyways, that the movie was phenomenal. It was so good. Dave Bautista's acting. Uh, So, so good. I was like, he's amazing. He's such. A, I mean, yeah. This this is gonna be his breakout role where he's gonna like. Yeah, because I mean, he's super funny in Guardians. Of course, but, but there's not much he can do with that character, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's like the comic one liner who gets like beat people up, and like yeah. he does great. But like yeah. I had no idea that he could like portray. Like he portrayed Leonard so well, so well, and no, he did an amazing job. I was so impressed, so yeah. so impressed with him, and I thought that uh, Daddy Andrew was. Quite cute. Oh, 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 Rachel. <laughs> I 
I want you to understand that I took, <laughs> I took a to- between the book and the movie, which this is unheard of for me. I took a total of three notes. <laughs> I didn't take any notes for the book. Yeah, none. And then I only took three notes for the movie, and one of them was Daddy Andrew beating Redmond's ass is so hot. <laughs> like the the his fisticuffs just yeah. going at Redmond, <laughs> and like me knowing. Him not mm-hmm. knowing, but me knowing who Redmond is, and that I was right. like, oh, this is so hot. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. And like, of course, like, what's his name? Who plays Eric is adorable. Yeah, he's a cutie for he's sure. He's a total cutie. But, but he's not hot. Oh, it's yeah. just hot. Yeah, he was. He really was. Oh, uh, Daddy Andrew can <laughs> get it. I know he doesn't want it for me, but he can get it for me. <laughs> if he ever decides that he wants it, he can get it. Oh, yeah. my God. He was, he was hot, for sure. Oh, my God. So hot. And I wasn't necessarily, like, expecting that because I'd, like, seen the trailers. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of him either way. But in the movie, like, he definitely comes across very attractive oh yeah you know super 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 hot and yeah so that was also a nice little touch but I mean I was he did such a good job of making it tense making it scary making it all of the things that the book should have been able to do yes and like I was blown away with how good it was like honestly no, and because I, I didn't like the book, so I wasn't necessarily expecting to like the movie. Yeah, or not necessarily. I wasn't expecting to like the movie, and I thought they, like I really thought it was so good, yeah. and the acting was great. And when surviving and us getting the answers about how it was an apocalypse, yeah, and they did stop it. Yep, was so good. Yeah, no, oh, I agree. So good. No, I thought it was amazing, and I also was like. I like laughed yeah like there were moments where I was like laughing which was like not like I didn't expect it to be like parts of it to be funny yeah but I (laughs) the one part I laughed at the hardest was when Andrea says our choices make our destiny I was gonna get that tattooed on myself (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh my god (laughs) I laughed. My whole theater laughed at that. Like, we all laughed at that when she did. I was like, oh my God, I cannot. Um, yeah, so that made me laugh. But there were like times, it, not like, but just like earlier on in the movie that like, where like they would say things and I would just like, and obviously it was like uncomfortable or whatever, but it was like kind of funny. Yeah. And I was like, did not expect at all to laugh in this movie. Yeah. Um, so that was fun too. And then also I just my man Rupert, his yeah. his American accent just blows me away. <laughs> because it, like I have such a hard time like not hearing him in a British accent. Yeah. But like he's so good at it. You think so? Yes. Do you yeah. not like his American accent? Well, here's the thing, in this one he was doing it wasn't just American, it was also Boston. Yeah. So like I don't really like a Boston accent in general, to be completely yeah. honest. But so, like, yeah, no, that one was a little bit, like, intense. But, like, I don't know if you've watched at all the M. Night Shyamalan show that he's in, Servant. I haven't. That one, he's not doing a Boston yeah. accent. He's just doing, like, I don't know if it's, like, it's in Philly. And I don't even, is there, like, such a thing as a Philly accent? Honestly, I don't know. But he's just, it, to me, it feels like he's just doing, like, 
a regular American accent in right. that movie or that show, yeah. um, which was the first time I've heard it. I, I don't know. I just think he does a really good job, but mm. apparently you don't. You think it's bad. Well, I didn't think it was bad. Like, it was not, like, the worst thing I'd ever heard or anything, but there were moments where I felt like, like, certain inflections of words he would say that I felt like it kind of, you could hear it a little bit. Oh. You know what I mean? But it wasn't, like, all the time. But I yeah. did feel like there were certain words he would say that I can't give you examples of now. Um, but I just felt like you could kind of hear the British, like, coming through. Yeah. You know? And I always feel that way about Emma Watson as well. Like, Yeah, but accent. I don't feel – when I hear Emma Watson do an American accent, like, I feel like it's just bad. You see, I don't think hers is bad either. Like, I felt oh, like – there are just times though where I can hear her British accent like kind of come out. And like I felt this way about Rupert as well. I also think it's just hard with them because we've heard them do so many movies in their yeah. regular voices that it's hard not to hear just like what they sound like. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, I'll have to just disagree. Uh, That's I, mean, I, I, I don't think his Boston accent was great, but I think his yeah. American accent. Is really good. If yeah. that makes sense. I'll need to watch something with him, like something else that he does. Yeah, yeah. America. But yeah. Anyways, but I love him. I was sad he was in. I was kind of sad he played Redman only because he was in it so little. I know. <laughs> I also still think he's when they kill him, like his face, and when he's pulling the mm-hmm. the white thing down over. Like, oh man, the acting. That acting was just so good. It was. It was oh, good. I love him so much. But yeah. anyways. Um, and I loved that Eric was the one to sacrifice himself and that yes. Andrew had to be the one to kill him and that Andrew mm-hmm. finally accepted at the end that this was what had to happen. Yeah, I did too. And then when he calls up the tree house and I he's know. like, did Daddy Eric save the world? Oh my god. And he's like, I know. And he doesn't say anything. He just goes and holds her. Oh! I sobbed. I mean, literally, yeah. that whole conversation they have in the cabin. Yep. And then, like, I'm sobbing because yep. it's like, I know what's about to happen. Like, yep. this is, like, you know, at this point, I'm, like, realizing that M. Night Shyamalan basically wrote, like, glorified fan fiction of the book. <laughs> <laughs> and I was 100%. like, he's giving us the ending that we want. Yeah. Um, and so, like, so beautiful. Like, just loved that part. And yeah. then... Yeah, when he goes up into the treehouse and she's sitting there and she says that. I mean, my God, I was like crying so hard I couldn't even freaking see the screen. Yeah. Ugh. No, that part it was so good. good. Um, and then at the very end when they keep turning on and off the song in the car. Yeah. That's actually, that is my favorite part of the movie is that last scene of the two yeah. of them in the car together where they just, I mean, it was just such a really kind of real moment. Yeah. Of that, like that song that they were listening to on their way to the cabin Mm -hmm. and it just uh I loved that that just that little ending um and I visually the movie was gorgeous I also thought the music in the movie was really good um I also was just like I don't know how you couldn't after watching planes just drop like flies I know from the sky I don't know how you couldn't maybe up until then I would still be like I don't know about this, but at that point, I would be like, because I'd be like, all right, tsunamis happen. Agreed. And diseases happen. And diseases happen. But planes don't drop like flies from the sky like that. 
Yeah. Okay. I was like, that is, I would shoot, like, they're just going down left and right. That's when I would be like, oh, fuck, this is the apocalypse. And one of us needs to die, like, now. Yeah. I would be like, this is crazy. No, Uh, I felt the same way. Yeah. That, the plane part is definitely the part that would get you. Yes. Of course, I do think that's when he started to Andrew's mind started yeah. to shift is during yeah. the, when he was like oh but then you know he's also just going through a very traumatic experience in general in that moment so it's like right. I get it. you want to like it's comforting to hold on to the, the I mean no one wants the apocalypse to be happening so right. I get it but yeah no it was but it, yeah no the movie was just really good mm-hmm. yeah it was they really did a really good job with it and I'm glad that it's getting like all the good press that it's yeah. getting because it's well deserved for sure. Yeah. So, what was your least favorite and favorite part of the movie? Well, my favorite part was that scene at the end was when yeah. Andrew and Lacar. Um, I don't really have a least favorite part. I had a least favorite part of the book, but no favorite part of the book. I don't <laughs> really have. A, I have a favorite part of this movie. But I don't really have a least favorite part of the movie because the movie just, like, really exceeded my expectations. Yeah. And everybody was so good. All the actors were amazing. I was – I didn't – that hour and a half flew by. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't really have any complaints for this movie. Well, my least favorite, hands down, was the news segments because I thought they looked – so fake yeah i saw you and matt i saw that matt wrote that in his letterbox review and i saw i figured you probably agreed with him yeah but i honest to god did not even remotely notice that no i definitely noticed that the news segments i thought looked real like not real they like it doesn't it didn't look like how the news looks if that makes sense sure yeah honestly (laughs) that was the last thing i was thinking about during any of that and uh I also don't even know if that would even really bother me if I'm being mm-hmm. totally honest, but it definitely, like, yeah, I've, I've known it. Yeah. So, but I, yeah. So what was your favorite part? I mean, my favorite part is the ending with um, the treehouse scene for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, just like leading up, like the scene with Eric and Andrew and then leading up into the treehouse scene. Yeah. That would definitely be my number one. It was so beautiful. It was beautiful. So heartbreaking. And yeah, I just loved it. The acting was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. And shout out to that when actress. She's dude, she did so good. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, shout out to every single cast member of this. Yeah. Agreed. Because Sabrina and Adriana did great too. Yeah. And uh, also when they're, when Andrew's just going through all the stuff in the back seat of the, I know truck and he I think yeah I mean it, I guess that all of that the going to the back seat of the truck and seeing that all of the four horsemen none of them were lying yeah they were all Andrea did have a son mm-hmm. Sabrina was a nurse <laughs> freaking Leonard was a coach like I I know. with all these kids that he loved that loved him oh uh, and then he gets in the car and then it, I don't know it's just that full circle moment of them like turning off and on that the music yeah. that just really got me. Yeah. And I was, and yeah, man. So anyways, uh, 
what would you rate this movie? I gave it a four out of five. Me it too. Was really good. Me really good. Too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But and I think this is our first book to movie where we did not like the book, but we loved the movie. Like this is definitely the first no. time that this has happened to us. Oh, we did not like the book, but we loved the movie. Yeah. Uh. Come on, fight me. No, I just think I like... No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I was going to say Stardust only because I love the Stardust movie right. more. But I guess I did like the book. You did like the book. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. I did. Yeah. But I, like, love that movie. So I, know. I was like... Eh. But no, this is definitely the first time we've not liked a book. And what was liked our book movie. right before this one? Um, a Man Called Uva. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, no, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, I am right. I didn't. I wasn't trying to fight you. I just was. <laughs> you went. Uh... Well, that's, I think it was just because I was thinking of Stardust, yeah. and like I did like that book. Don't get me wrong, but like I definitely enjoyed the movie much more than the book. Yeah, of that particular one. But that wasn't what I was saying. So. Oh my God! <laughs> you and your technicalities. You can just shove them up your bumhole, okay? <laughs> But I thought it was interesting because I just, we have done plenty where we've loved the book and hated the adaptation, you know? <laughs> we've also we've had done. a few where we hated both. Exactly. <laughs> and we've had a few where we liked both. So this is yeah. the first time. Have we had any... all the options you can have. Have you know? we had one where we loved both? I think so. Where we like yeah. loved the book and loved the movie. A Man Called Uva. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've got the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Right? Oh man! Uh, yeah. All right. Well, what's uh? I've oh, yes, I do know what our next month pick is. You do? It's Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes. I don't know Which... who wrote that though. So Taylor Jenkins Reid. Oh, yes, I did know that. I take that back. <laughs> and it's going to be our first mini series. I'm very excited. Um, I'm excited too. I just started my reread of it two days ago and I'm almost done. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh it's so God. good. So excited. Like, and Jessica, I just know you're going to love it so much. I know. I can't wait. Have you gotten the, the audiobook version? Yes. You, okay. when I had Audible for a hot second, oh, right. you had me buy the audiobook. Yes. But I haven't so, listened to it yet. So, for those of you who haven't read it at all or only read the physical copy, I can't recommend enough. Get the freaking audiobook version because it's the best audiobook that's ever been done, and it's so good. And you will just want to listen all the time. And they really do a great job with it. So, and I cannot wait to watch the show. I am like. I haven't been this excited for an adaptation in a long time. I am pumped. Yeah. Uh, I saw the previews for it because I honestly really had no idea what it was about. Uh, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I watched the previews for the show and I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to get me good. I yeah. was like, I already know it. Yeah. Uh, so, and what's his name? I didn't know if he was in it, but I love him. Uh, Sam Claffin. Oh, God, he's so hot. He is hot. I cannot wait to see that daddy on my screen. Yeah, this the cast is really good. I think it's going to be just fire. Yeah, it really is going to look be so good. Yeah, 
And the actress who plays Daisy Jones is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. And I'm like, know that. Like, I, can it be more perfect? Yeah, for real. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very excited. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I did not I know. know. Now I'm yeah. more excited. I know. So yeah, first episode. Oh, can't wait. Alright, well, cool. Um, yeah. Well, I guess that's it for us today, everybody. Sorry, yes. it's a bit chaotic. It's much shorter than normal, though. We didn't have a lot to say about this. Well, it, it was a short book and a short movie, so. True, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess slay on. Slay on. Bye. Bye. Sisters and slay Welcome